Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today members podcast on Wednesday, 6th of December, and a much better day today has to be said. Yesterday was a bit of a bloodbath down 63, but we're recovering most of it today with the market up 56. And that is a fair bit better than the futures this morning, which were up 27. few things to cover today. Obviously, the RBA yesterday didn't raise rates as expected. Didn't cut them either. And you'll see the news was universally declaring the RBA as dovish as they failed to repeat the phrase inflation is too high, which was in last month's commentary. The general suggestion is that they are happy with the progress on inflation. They're not going to raise rates unless inflation accelerates. And there's no sign of that at the moment in their rhetoric yesterday. So the market quite liked it. And the Aussie dollar was the notable mover, having hit 66.9 a couple of days ago, almost 67. And it's back to 65.59. That's a fairly substantial turn in fortune. Since that FOMC meeting a month or so ago, it's up from 62.68, so got to almost 67. That's a sort of 8% move, massive for a currency. So coming off the top again now, slightly hard today. But RBA, dovish, that's helpful for the market. The other thing that happened overnight was big tech had a bit of a bounce, which makes my sale of LNAS, FANG, IHVV, and HNDQ look a little premature this morning. FANG's up one. 1.75% today and LNAS is up 1.59% today. That's on the back of a good lead. It's sort of the only area of the US market that was up yesterday. It was from a good lead from Apple, which was up 2.1%. Their biggest customer, Foxconn, upgraded guidance, and that was seen as good news for Apple. And that sort of led a resurgence in big tech. Despite that, you cannot deny that the momentum of the post Fed rally, which started a month ago, is running out a little bit. It was led by big tech. The ideas portfolio is shorter term. So taking our profits seemed to be the right thing to do. We made a 5.6% profit on the FANG. These changes are updated to the open yesterday. 7.5% profit on HNDQ, 17.3% on LNAS, and 7.4% on the IHVV hedged S&P 500 ETF. So happy with that. I think the easy money has been made. So we've had some pretty good trades recently. It helps when the market goes up. In the ideas portfolio today, I have sold Domain Holdings and Karoon Energy. Karun NG, Henry's been buying it. I'll leave it to him. The ideas portfolio is a bit shorter term. There were so many reasons to buy it, but it hasn't gone right. And the OPEC vibe or the vibe since the most recent OPEC meeting is that the Saudis are struggling to get consensus on production cuts. There's a lack of discipline and the oil price is quietly sliding away. Have a look at the picture of Karun versus the oil price in my section. That chart, by the way, it's the same with gold stocks energy stocks. The correlation of Karoom with the oil price is acute. It sort of negates the need to do any fundamental research because the share prices of oil stocks, gold stocks, 
iron ore stocks, any commodity stock is highly correlated to the daily movements of the underlying commodity. And that's been the case here with Karun Energy. They, of course, fell in an absolute hole after a capital raising. OPEC hasn't helped. It looks like an opportunity. And I am convinced that at some point we will be into the oil stocks to have a trade on a bounce in the oil price. But clearly, for the moment, it isn't going. It's trending down. We're down 4%. It's down another 1.4% today against the market trend. This is a sector that is not popular. We are just going to get out. We'll get back into oil a bit later. We'll get back in when it starts to happen. It isn't happening yet. So selling Karoon Energy before it turns into a long-term holding. Same with Domain Holdings as well, selling that. At one point there, we were up 8.6%, but that gain has evaporated now. The stock has gone into downtrend. I've checked the numbers. PE too high, 68 times, 39 times. Yield too low, 2%, 2.5%, above intrinsic value. Broker recommendations, light and neutral, underperformed neutral, and Morgan Stanley downgraded. Oh, that was back in June, but irrelevant. But the average target price below the current share price. They are, they are losing market share to REA in some states, says one of the brokers just don't need to be holding or hoping with those fundamentals or lack of fundamentals. It was a good trade. It was a trade on the back of the Fed meeting and the top in bond yields, which was supposed to be good for housing stocks for a trade. It was for a while there, but we've got caught still holding it after it's turned over. So selling domain holdings. That leaves us with CBA, Qantas and Telstra. Have a read of my section on those three trades. Nice to get a 7% gain in the CBA. This is a low volatility, low risk stock. We made 7% in a month. Very happy with that. CBA, of course, has results coming up in February with a dividend as well. And Qantas, we're up 10% now since we bought that on the 1st of November. In the middle of the political beat up about the Qatar decision, which led to Alan Joyce departing with a obscene golden parachute and that pushed the share price into a hole and it has as expected come out of that hole we're up 10% so far no reason to sell it just yet so the ideas portfolio getting slimmed down significantly this week as the market starts to lose a little bit of momentum and as we get domain and Karoon wrong I have to say as a private trader having had a good run it's probably a little bit early to focus on Christmas, but all the Christmas lights are up in our street now, including ours. And I think if I was a private trader, I'd be thinking about just shutting up shop for the year until today, of course, where the market is going up. Strategy portfolio, very happy with no reason, despite this loss of momentum to be selling the market. Lithium stocks having a little bounce today. I wouldn't put too much faith on it, though. Pilbara Minerals up 3.6%. All came up 2.4%. Mineral Resources up 2.1%. They, of course, got smashed yesterday. If you remember, there was a significant move down in lithium stocks last month as 
Some brokers downgraded their lithium price forecasts and particularly downgraded Albemarle. Target prices being chopped. Albemarle was downgraded again yesterday and that seems to have led to another sell down plus the lithium price which is a little bit opaque and is detected from certain agencies that try to monitor prices and contracts. Their monitored price was down 5% day before yesterday down another 3% overnight so lithium too early to buy. Have a look at the charts in my section as well. Mineral resources, Pilbara Minerals, Albemarle, you wouldn't be buying those trends just yet. And the brokers are long and wrong. The average broker target price on mineral resources, 28% above the current share price. The average broker target price on Pilbara Minerals is 44% above the current share price, with Macquarie yet to wake up and adjust their target price. They must be looking for a capital raising their target price, 119% above the current share price on Pilbara Minerals. Another little theme today is the Moody's downgrade to China's credit rating, which has kicked off a number of news wires about the state of their economy and the property market with its persistent problems and the lack of meaningful stimulus doesn't sound good for the likes of BHP but if you look at the iron ore price it's still holding up nicely BHP has had a reasonable rally not exactly an irrationally exuberant rally but it's had an okay rally in this recent market rally happy to hold it for the moment but everything seems to be running out of steam a little bit BHP up 0.7% today quite a solid day really banks doing nicely today presumably liking the RBA's dovishness. So that's about it, really. In the ideas portfolio, then, to sum up, selling domain holdings and Karoon, happy with all our other holdings, holding BHP and holding Macquarie for the moment in the one-stock portfolios. We've got a third-quarter GDP number this morning. Haven't seen that yet. Bond yields behaving themselves after the RBA yesterday and down in the US overnight. Fairly significant moves down in our bond yields, 14 basis points on the 10-year, and the US 10-year down eight basis points they had a job openings number which was lower than expected yesterday. So the vibe on interest rates still pretty good. Other stories, Perpetual having a bit of a bounce on a strategic review. They're up 4.6%. Interesting. They are talking about splitting into an asset management or wealth management company and separating out their corporate trustee business. The wealth management business presumably would see a re-rating. PPT is an income stock yield of 8% in including franking. One broker had a bit of research out on it a few days ago with an accumulate target price 16% above the current share price. One for the income funds. Another stock for the income funds. You've probably seen a few articles on Origin Engie after Oz Super stood in the way of the Brookfield bid and the share price has dropped in the last month or so. But that again is a stock that's yielding 7%. Looks undervalued. Again, another one for the income funds. Other quick stories, Evolution Mining down 15% today, coming out of a capital raising at $380, $525 million capital raising. And the share price is down to $352. That looks like a buying opportunity. But again, this is one of the stocks that follows the gold price. 
and has just spiked down on the capital raising. Henry, I think, is writing about that. Endeavour Group, one day it will resurrect itself, up 2.8% on guidance today. Bitcoin, 19-month high. Can you believe the best-performing ETF this year has been? It's not an ETF over Bitcoin, but it is the crypto ETF, CRYP, best-performing ETF this year. If you told me that, I would have laughed you off the face of the planet at the beginning of this year. What would I know about Bitcoin? But Bitcoin obviously racing higher on hopes that a major Bitcoin ETF will get approved soon by the SEC. Right, that's about that. I've highlighted today that we are going to be making some fairly radical changes to our growth portfolio. I'm looking to do that this Friday, cutting out all the stocks that are in there because of our benchmark paranoia. This portfolio was originally built with the help of asset consultants who are or who taught us how to build a professional portfolio with the benchmark in mind. And there are a lot of stocks in there that are in there because of their benchmark weightings. We will be removing those as we have done to a couple of stocks recently, like Woolworths. We'll be removing those on Friday and getting our 35 stocks down to about, can you believe it, 15. I don't want to scare anyone who's been following that portfolio, but 35 stocks is too many and new members coming along and looking at our growth stocks and see things like Woolworths and Coles and 35 stocks must just ask themselves, what am I supposed to do with that? So we're going to get more concentrated and focused. It will mean we need to be more vigilant. And this growth portfolio is for those yellow zone investors, those looking to grow their nest egg. I've got to say with 35 stocks, we lose interest as well, quite honestly. So with less stocks, we will be more interested in our own portfolio, which should benefit you. That's about it for today. As I leave you, our market's still quietly rising. GDP number due any minute. We're up 63. Dow futures up 28. NASDAQ futures up 0.3 of a percent. One stock I can't work out why it's going up. NHF. I have 2,000 shares I got when they first listed in 2008. Up 4.8% today. Thank you very much. You have a good day. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.